Welcome back to the TFL Podcast. We are into week nine. You're with Rowan and Arch. Yes. How are you going, mate? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you, Rowan? Look, obviously, we're a couple minutes late than what we planned, but uh, yeah, we're fit and firing, ready to go, um, ready to talk some week nine DFS action. Yeah, this is what it's all about. Look, we are just churning through the season. It just keeps right. coming at you. It's crazy to think we are... We're halfway through, really. I'm a little bit worried that it's going to be over before we know it. <laughs> like I know, it's such it's, a long off season. I know that's I right. You, you get to you get to February and you're already like, oh, let's do some drafts. <laughs> <laughs> Just gets it gets. Oh, a bit rookie like drafts are already happening. Rookie mock drafts are already happening, aren't they? Like around oh, the place, crazy. I've, I've seen pop up. So no, look, uh, I'm I can't get that. I can't look that far ahead at the moment, mate. So I'm just all no. in uh, season no. at the moment. Yeah, that's it. It's it, it's been good fun. We, we've, we're having a good time, and uh, everyone, you can catch us on our Facebook, our Twitter. We have our YouTube. If you're watching right now on YouTube, give us a like and give us a subscribe. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, we have a Patreon at the TFL Podcast and the TFLPodcast.com. You can find us in all these crazy, crazy places, and of course, five star reviews are much appreciated. So uh, share us around. That's mm. it. Uh, our Discord chat continues to be a great place to be. Yes. Another Keep. week, another new member. Love it. That's Love what it. we want to see. Keep no, coming. Lots of chat coming. One of our, uh, well, what, what we should be pumping up, Rowan, is one of our um, Patreon uh, members on the Discord won uh, a, the $2 mini uh, for the Monday Night Football. You know, him right. and 12 of them. Um, That's it. Still, it's a win <laughs> but He win. was up there. He, he won and, and was profitable for that night. So, um, you know, I'm going to claim it as my own win. Rowan has they've been they haven't been that that common. It's all about so. living vicariously, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Right yeah. So it's one for the team. One for the team. So uh no, I love it. If you want to get a part of the action, join our join our Discord. It's so it's we should, good fun. Uh, we should create a little logo yes. for all of the members of our Discord to use as their draft stars account. Yep. And yep. they can yep. uh, everyone can see and oh just look, a, everyone's part of the podcast here. Real draft right. studs type. Action, I guess that's what they're who, doing. Who, who are those guys? I've never heard of those guys. <laughs> yeah, very popular people. Yeah, <laughs> or right. Successful, I should say. Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, anyway, so hey, rounding into week nine, but yes. quick little flick back to week eight. Arch, talk to us yeah. about how week eight treated you. Yeah, look, uh, just missed out on the double up cash line. Uh, so my cash line up was just just a bit off. So uh, that wasn't good. Uh, look, GPPs. Um, Look, I went real heavy charges. Um, I thought there was a chance to to hit back after you know a, a letdown the the last time they played. Unfortunately, that didn't go well for me. <laughs> um, and I went forty percent exposure on Tampa Bay defense, and Oof. they scored a big fat donut. And yeah. so uh, GPPs were sunk, <laughs> uh, and all of my action was in the second half. So I was like. The whole morning slate, I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I've got a lot of stuff coming in in the afternoon slate, and yeah. it just never did. Um, yeah. And I yeah, think the afternoon I just, slate did not provide much unless you're no. playing Brady Godwin, essentially. Oh, but they, and it looked so promising. Um, but yeah, so I was a bit disappointed. Um, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, I think maybe the history, I, I, I guess I just dismissed and thought what, like, Brady can overcome that. But yeah, New Orleans really have their measure, don't they? Um, yeah. Sean Payton is coaching out of his mind. Yeah, it's, um, which uh, will, yeah. So I, I'm interested to see what, when we get to the uh, New Orleans game this week what you think against uh, Atlanta. Um, yep. 
what I think I'm doing wrong. I, I'm going to change my strategy this week. I've right. over the last few weeks, I've been just I've been hitting the max multi fifty centers. Um, I haven't been doing the max entry of a hundred, but I've been you know heavily leaning to lots of entries. Um, and I, th- I think I'm going to move over to a ten max comp in the mini where sure. um, they're. I think with only 10 max, there's a lot more room for error. Uh, it's a smaller field tournament as well. I think potentially that I might have a little bit more success there with the way I've been building lineups. So I'm going to I'm gonna probably not do so much of the mi- – well, probably won't touch the mini really. Um, you know. Do you mean the micro, the 50 cent? Yes, the, the micro, yeah. sorry. Yeah, so I'll, I'm probably going to move uh, into, you know, 10 entries on the mini, probably maybe look, at, look for two games only. Yeah. Um, that I like the most and sort of create stacks with just small variations around them. Uh, that's that's what I'm thinking after just l- over looking how I've gone the last few weeks. For sure. Here's just a like bit of a heads up around that, right? It's interestingly, okay, last week in the $2 mini, actually the person who came first in that 209 points, the person who came first in the micro 203 Same guy, points. wasn't it? Uh, no, it was it's, different. So, was it? Yeah, uh, it was a six-point difference between oh. first in the mini, which you wouldn't yep. expect to be over the micro. Uh, so that was a little- But that's not if, usual, right? That's a quirk for sure. But if you go down, like say 10th place in the $2 mini, uh, 10th place is 177. 10th Points. place in the micro though, 184. So yep. the it, the drop-off was quite quite big. And then so if you had 177 in the micro, you, you're sitting down in 28th place and yeah, you're barely you know, min-caching. Yeah, that's right. So- yeah, I don't mind that strategy from your arch. I think that's uh, not a bad way to go about it, and that way you can kind of hone in on the on those ten key teams that you, that you like the look of as well. For me, last week it was yeah, it was decent. I my my best team uh, in the in the I entered how many did I enter? I think I entered fifty, and my best team came ninth, which was nice, one hundred eighty five on the week. That was with a Brady. Uh, Brady Godwin stack there, yep. and I didn't bring it back with anyone from New Orleans, which paid off because Marcus Callaway was the guy that I put in a bunch of others, and he just you know farted in the bed. Um, <laughs> Elijah Mitchell, don't was, overlook a good fart in bed though. Like that's some <laughs> you know I do enjoy one. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell was good, but the biggest thing I think that you know pushed people at the leaderboard last week was that Pittman Junior. AJ Brown. Uh, pairing yeah. in in that game, you didn't have yeah. to play Wentz or Downhill, but you played Pittman Jr. and AJ Brown, and that was really solid. Dan Arnold, of course, uh, featured in that lineup, which was nice. I actually had busts from Antonio Gibson and Cortland Sutton in mm. my ninth position yep. lineup there as well. So really, if I had not pivoted to Antonio Gibson when I saw that he was healthy, I probably would have been able to push up <laughs> even further into the leaderboard there. But that's okay. My forty, my second. Team, my four, number 40 place. That was a, a Geno Smith stack with DK Metcalf. <laughs> I just thought I'd chuck a 50 cent lineup yeah, in there with Geno Smith and uh, end up doing fairly well for me, actually. Yeah, there. Yeah. So that was that was a bit of fun. I've, I've been noticing this year, if you can get your running backs right at value prices and then you pay up for, the, for those uh, wide receivers, that seems to be uh, the builds that are winning the, the tournaments at the moment. Yeah, I think you're right. Definitely. Well, there you go. All right, so there's a bit of a reflection on last week, and I think now is the time, Arch, where we're going to jump into week nine NFL. Oh, yeah! 
Let's, uh, yes. We're going to start off here with uh, Thursday Night Football. And the Draft Stars showdown came out today and Arch and I have already quickly put in our uh, yes. $2 lineup for you all <laughs> to have a little perusal over. It's an interesting little little lineup here uh, that we've got. And compared to last we- week when we went, went into the Thursday Night Football game, that was a really similar. I think it was like one person difference into this little head-to-head yes. comp that we put between the two of us. Well... A little bit different this week. We've got three pieces all different. Uh, Archie, you going to throw that up for the people in the live yep. stream? Uh, so, so, don't want to look for the prices first. Let's just, yeah, just go, go a nice, uh, what's it called? Come on. Come on. And uh, there it's we loading. are. It's like, hey, there we yeah. go. Nice little graphic. What well I want to know, just quietly, sure. these aren't the order that I picked my players in my lineup yet. It's a rent. How do they choose the order that it looks in that team? Like, yeah, I don't know. I how can't they, work it out because out. it's not alphabetical. It's not by salary. No, just it's random. Not. It would be nice if all our similar players were next to each other. Right? Anyway, go on. Anyway, that's all right. Let's just say who the similar guys are. Both yes. you and I have have Wentz, Pittman Jr., and Jonathan Taylor. In how do you our play a lineup without him? Without that three, it's going to be tricky to do that. Like Pittman is just clearly the one. Jonathan Taylor is just feasting at the moment. Carson Wentz is coming strong and the Jets aren't putting up much defense really against the quarterbacks or mm. uh, the running backs. Potentially, you could play a lineup where it's Jonathan Taylor and heck, you could play Marlon Mack even and hope that it's a real run game on the ground. Wentz just kind of plays safe with the ball and then you've got Mike White pitching to guys like Crowder and Moore and Carter and Ty Johnson around the ball. So mm. yeah, you could play it like that. But anyway, Arch, walk us through your lineup and uh, you've got Wentz, Pittman Jr., and JT. Who are the other three? Look, um, Zach Pascal. Uh, oh, so let's go with Carter. Like He had a monster game with Mike White last week and so did Ty Johnson really, but Carter was ahead of him. I think it was double-digit targets or maybe it was nine targets or no receptions, I think, even. Um, so, you know, the PPR yeah, It was 12 that, targets, I think, for, for Michael Carter. Yeah, a nine reception. So yeah. that's that's huge. Um, and look, is Mike White going to throw for that many yards again? Probably not. Unlikely. But, you know, we saw Tennessee, they put up a lot of points against uh, uh, Indianapolis. So, you know, you know, could be a, it could be a fun game, really. Like if you first look at these these two teams, you maybe not think so. But um, Carter, I think, is is a solid play here. Um I think it'll be popular as well after obviously a big game, um, but the twelve thousand you have to fit that salary in. Which you know, if you're going those top three, Wentz, Pittman, and Taylor, that doesn't leave you much. And so what it's left me with, with uh, Zach Pascal now, he's second in targets on that team. So um, hasn't had a huge games. You know, he needs a touchdown. That would be nice. But for someone in ninety plus percent of snaps, leading uh, second in the team in targets. Uh, behind Pittman, I think for six thousand, that that's pretty good value. Um, sure. So I was, um, and so I was tossing up between him and Mo Ali Cox. Uh, Mo Ali Cox is, you know, he only had it was less than fifty percent snaps. Jack Doyle was on the field more than him. Um, not he's not as involved as uh, Miley Cox, and and you know, Cox seems to have 
the uh, that touchdown um, threat a lot a lot more. And so, um, you know, he's that touchdown. I'll be playing him a fair bit with you know alternating between him and Pascal. Don't yeah. know if both of them get there in the same game, so I'd be hesitant to play a lot. Maybe maybe one with um, two of them, but really, you know, I thought Pascal's got he's on the field more. Uh, in PPR formats, he's, if he can catch a few balls, like you know, he's gonna he's gonna cover that cost pretty well. And Tyler Croft, we he, he scored a touchdown last week. Why can't he do it again? For sure, no, I don't so mind that. I think one of the things as well when we th- when I consider the showdowns, like these are eighty thousand dollars salary caps, and looking at back at some of like the past results, you're looking at about one hundred and twenty will will net you a win. Like yeah, we'll knock it off. So you're thinking if these guys can one and a half times their their salary, then then that's really pretty good. And Zach Pascal, I think you want nine points out of him. Yeah, sure. He, he can go three points. for 60. No yeah. problem. So, yeah, I like that a lot. On my side, so, yeah, I've got JT Wentz and Pittman Jr. But the three I've got, I've got the quarterback. That's Mike White. He's sitting there at 30,900, which is pretty all right considering, yeah, if, if he is going to play the check down king role yep. and get these guys like Jamison Crowder and – Moore and Michael Carter, if they're going to push up the field and, you know, play that game, then there's no reason to think that, uh, like, he can't get, what, what does he need, 19, 20 points. And I think mm. that's uh, will be very, very serviceable uh, from that guy. And as well, the Colts are really solid. They're number one in DVOA against the run. And so I'm not expecting rushing touchdowns in this game. Yep. If they're going to score, it's going to be through the air. So Michael White plays into that for me. So I think he'll bet he'll benefit. He, I could see him get two touchdowns here in this game. Jamison Crowder, I'm pairing with him. I think you have to if you want to play Mike White, you have to have a pass catcher for sure. Yeah, Jamison sure. Crowder's the guy. Corey Davis is doubtful. Elijah Moore was good, but he only played 36% of the snaps mm. last week. And so you can read that two ways. He had six targets. So Elijah Moore, do you go, oh, he's he was on the field a short amount of time, but he had heaps of targets. So you know playing more and more targets, right? But yeah. Jamison Crowder's, I think, still the clear one without Corey Davis. And he's the guy that will be favored for Mike White in the slot. So Jamison Crowder, it's a PPR format. He's only 8,000, so I think he can hit 12 points uh, Yeah, pretty easily. Adding a chance of a touchdown, and I think he pays, pays off really well. The last guy I've got is Ashton Doolin. Without T.Y. Hilton in the team... Ashton yep. Doolin is the clear third wide receiver. He's there at basement price 1K. <laughs> so, yeah, I need him to get one and a half points <laughs> for yes. him to pay off. So I think what he does and what he frees up around the rest of the slate is really, really nice. Um, and, yeah, like looking at the snap count from last week, uh, oh, sorry, two weeks ago when Hilton didn't play, Doolin was on the field for 63% of the snaps. He was only on there for 36% last week, but that's because T.Y. Hilton was playing, and then he went yeah. down injured late. So oh. I think, again, we'll see that Doolin will play that clear third role. And, yeah, if you know, he just needs one or two decent catches to to pay off yep. the salary. So difference here between us, I've got Mike White, Ashton Doolin, and Jamison Crowder. Arch, you've got Pascal, Michael Carter, and Tyler Croft. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays yeah. out. See who wins the uh, massive high stakes of head to head. That's it. Well, let's jump in then to the main slate. Let's start with a game that we're going to brush over real quick. Yes. It's uh, Carolina that? Panthers taking on New England Patriots. It's a 41 point total with the Patriots four point favorites here. 
it's this is a going to be a run heavy defensive minded game mm. for me. I'm not going to stack here at all. No. The cheapies that I would want to play would be potentially Chuba Hubbard because Chuba Hubbard because he's 8k basement price on draft stars. Uh so well, like Christian McCaffrey is designated to return. Does he well, play this sorry. week? Yeah, that's that's the thing. So if McCaffrey doesn't play, then Chuba Hubbard's there as a basement price. He's going to get touches. But last week we saw Abdullah and Royce Freeman come onto the field for bits <laughs> yes. as well. So against to me, England, to me, looking at draft stars prices, I'm playing whoever is healthy and playing. Like McCaffrey at fifteen thousand. When are you get? When have you ever That's played true. McCaffrey at fifteen thousand? Like that is. You have to play him if he's if he's playing, right? Yeah, I agree. You and, kind of have to. And then if he's not playing, Chuba Hubbard's 8K basement price. Like it's I I would say in cash, I'm playing one of the carrot like one of them. Okay. I, I can't let the volume at the price, yeah. I don't think you can get better than that. No, I think yeah, I think that's fair. That's that's very, very fair. I it's tell me about the Patriots defense at the moment and the way that Yeah. Like Way that they take out the best weapons, you know, I feel like, I feel like you're looking at this. And I feel like they'll take McCaffrey out. I feel like if he's not in there, Tuba Hubbard's not going to get much. I just don't know. There's something about this game that mm. puts me off. So I'm probably going to avoid even in cash. I know the volume is there, but yeah, look, yeah, forty-one point plus minus. Like, yeah, that's fair call. The like, could you play Kendrick Bourne at six k? He's put out some, you know, ten. 12, 15 point games. He's thrown a passing touchdown. He's had some big plays. Kendrick Bourne's kind of there, but I don't know. No, I feel like that's I, I, still no, I'm not interested in those pieces. No, for sure. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's keep going. We've got Jacksonville taking on Buffalo. Yes. And Arch, uh, talk us through the stack here. Look, it's a 49 point over under. So, like, we're we've getting, you know, very hovering close to that 50 mark where we get start getting excited. And what we're really excited is Buffalo's implied team total of 31.75 points. So, that is onslaught territory, really, isn't it? So, um, and Jacksonville, they, they've, they've got some pieces where they might, you know, they'll keep things going. Um, I like Buffalo's defense if you can pay up for them because. You know, Jacksonville's going to sling it around to try to keep up. There's lots of chances of turnovers then. Um, but, yeah, look, this is definitely a game where you can go heavy on lots of stacks. And I think the way you're going to have to do it is that you need two um, pass catchers for your stacks. Otherwise, I think it's – everyone's going to have an Alan Diggs or Alan Sanders or Alan Beasley. So like they're they're yeah. going to be pretty chalky. I think how you get different is adding two uh, pass catchers um, and then, you know, get different elsewhere. Um, I'm probably not feeling a bring back option if I do a stack here. So, yeah. you know, probably my the stack I'm interested in um, is um, probably uh, Alan Diggs-Sanders. I think yeah, Sanders sure. is still getting those deep targets. He's dropped below Beasley in price this week, which is interesting as well um, on Draft Stars. Draft Kings still have it the other way around. Sanders is the expensive one, but... Um, uh, I, you know, Beasley had a had a great great week, but I think Sanders is still heavily involved, and you know the deep targets can be you know that's where they can really expose Jacksonville and some deep passes, and so if Sanders can you know take one of them to the house, I like that. Um, For sure, but yeah, um, man, Diggs, come on, man, 
get, get a cup, have a two touchdown game, please. Like it's just he's so good, but they just don't need him to do so much, do they? Like they just no, don't they need don't. him to. So from a from a football standpoint, you can't be mad at them, but fantasy is just like so much is right what like we want from Diggs. That's right. Uh, I think the biggest thing that we need to look at here is whether Dawson Knox is back in or not. Yeah, uh, because that greatly impacts Cole Beasley's role in this team. Uh, that short underneath pass passing work basically mm. just ate has just ate that up the last two weeks. Yep. He's you know 24, 21.8 DraftKings points the last two weeks. And that's that's huge. You know, mm. so Dawson yep. Knox, when he was in the team though, he had a basically had a couple couple of weeks of 1.5, 3.6, 7.6. Like that's not nice. So I think that's really been a big factor yep. here. So if Dawson Knox isn't playing, then I think Beasley's a really solid player at yeah. you know 10.7k. So that's draft stars. Solid. Draft stars have priced Knox at seven two. They're they're anticipating just they're just keeping it there in case he is back, isn't it? Yeah, um, pretty much. I'll tell so. you what. One one price that hasn't been aggressively altered after last week is uh, Jamal Agnew, and that's someone yeah. we talked about last week as a six k uh, and and didn't that pay off? So Did. he was in a lot of our lineups um, as one of those six k fillers that helps us get to the big guys. Um, and he what do you? End up with fifteen point eight last week. Very yeah. very solid. <laughs> like that's if you can get that from a six k guy. Yeah, you know that that's great. So if anyone's only gone up times in your lineup, you're absolutely <laughs> cheering. Yeah, it's only six point three now. Like it's gone up three hundred forty yeah. bucks. Like I mean, I'm he's still, doubled that the last two weeks. Yeah, almost and, doubled it week before. And in a game where they're gonna have to throw to keep up, like they're gonna play chippy chippy. Fire, this is, fire Agnew up like hundred percent. Yeah, so um, look for him. Um, Gabriel Davis is an interesting one at 6K. Just hasn't seemed to have got there this year. Um, but he's always, it's always a chance, isn't he? I mean, last week he had that touchdown off of four receptions, only 29 receiving yards though. So like, he'll be so, used every now and again. Mm. I can't quite trust him any, anymore at the moment. But yeah. like, if Sanders was to be injured, then yes, I'd, I'd be very willing to play him. But right yeah, now, and- I, I don't know if I can do it. No, no. Look, uh, yeah. So, look, Agnew's probably um, my my cheap option on this game. Um, risky is it, look. I like Zach Moss this week, but I but playing Zach Moss scares the hell out of me, Rowan. Like he's, he's still sharing, right? Like he's it's not he's completely sharing. his back foot at all. He's gone up to he's cracked ten k this week. Like so that that to me is just a mental block. But then then that says well if he's no lo- if he's cracked that ten k, people aren't going to click the button and put him in their lineups. And so it's like, oh, is this is this a chance for leverage? And so that's something I'm I'm wrestling with. I've, you know, you know, draft stars, shout out draft stars for just releasing your prices just a few hours ago. But <laughs> so so these are the things that we're sort of, you know, on first look, it's just like, oh, I wonder wonder what people are going to think about a 10K Zach Moss. And so potentially I might, I, I don't mind the spot because if he gets going, it's, you know, 31 point in to- implied team total that means there's offense there's touchdowns opportunities obviously we know that Josh Allen does run in touchdowns on the ground and steals that away from him but yeah, it's interesting um James Robinson's yeah, also a play he James Robinson is cheaper than Zach Moss this week that's crazy to me if <laughs> if obviously if like the thing is though Buffalo's defense is yeah, just yeah. superb so there's a risk there playing J Rob uh but he's just the you know yep Clear number one, but Carlos Hyde Arch is going to get the touches if J Rob misses because remember, J Rob went right. out last week. 
a few of my lineups as well because I love J-Rob last week. But, yeah, Carlos Hyde, he's, it'll be interesting. His basement price over on yep. draft starts. So. Worth, worth chucking into a couple of GPPs if, if Robinson's out. So just monitor the news of that. Um, sure. But Josh Allen, cash king for um, 100%. The quarterback. All right, move on. Next up, we got the Saints taking on Atlanta. New Orleans Saints are six-point favorites, but this is a 42-point total. This is mm. a, an intriguing game for yeah. mine. Like, Taysom Hill, let's talk stacks. Taysom Hill is probably coming back from a concussion to take the helm at this game in this mm. game. And we talk about the pass catches here, and I can't. I just can't buy into it. I know Atlanta has one of the worst pass defenses in the competition. Yeah. The reality is, though, who am I going to play? Do I really want to play Traquan Smith or Marquez Calloway? Let's just send it here. We're not building New Orleans stacks this week, Rowan. No. But can you play Taysom Hill? That's my question. Mm. Because Taysom Hill, when he came in last year and was a starter, he was a top 12 quarterback for four weeks. So he might have been 13, quarterback 13 for one of those weeks as well. His rushing production, he's a Jalen Hurts type player, right? So he can come in and put stuff on the ground. And the only question is then, does that affect, say, Alvin Kamara, right? Alvin Kamara, in the games against Atlanta that Taysom Hill started last year, he was like suffering from, I think, less than three targets in both of those games. So... But if they were trailing, there was a game that they were trailing and, and Kamara had 10 targets from, from Taysom Hill. So I think we're yeah. looking, if you look at this and go, it's 42-point total. Atlanta don't have Calvin Ridley. Their offense really struggled last week. Calvin, uh, Kyle Pitts just couldn't get going. I'm big fade on everyone in Atlanta this week. Cordero Patterson, I mean, he's priced less than 10K, so there's some value I'm there for I'm Cordero okay Patterson. With CPAT. I'm okay with CPAT this week. Other than him, though, it's it's a rough it's a rough time out there. Yeah. Remember, yeah. the the Saints shut down Fournette last week. So yeah. nah. and Pitts is going to get that guy at Lattimore, isn't it? Um, oh, so yeah. you know, that's it. They're playing no corners good. on on Pitts now because they realize just he's the wide receiver. As soon as Tajay Sharp enters conversations, you know the offense needs to <laughs> just be shut down. <laughs> let's 100%. let's just not to worry about about yeah. them. Um, is Taysom Hill even the starter? Do we even know though? I Look, I want I I think potentially Trevor Simeon's still the guy. If Simeon week. if if Simeon starts, he's priced at basement on eight K. Yeah. So I'll play him. I'll happily play him against Atlanta at eight K, and I'll play him with Alvin Kamara and yep. expect Kamara to get a bunch of targets and and roll with that. So because yeah, Mark Ingram's there, you know, playing the punch power game, and Kamara can ride the slot. Like that's yep. pretty good. So yeah, Simeon's going to be. If he plays, I'll play a, a Simeon Kamara stack in a few lineups, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but the pass catches for both teams, it's just like a who's who of practice squad guys really, isn't it? Like, it's just yeah. it's, a, it's a sad state. It's a bit ugly. Saints defense, definitely in play. 7K, I'd li- I like that one a lot. Yep, like that. Next up, we got the Giants taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. It's a 46.5 point mm. total. Keeps it a little bit interesting. The Raiders are 2.5 point favorites. I feel like that's a little short. That's- yeah, oh, I mean, I don't know. But the Raiders could be getting up here. I know they've had a horrific week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you know, listen to Derek Carr; he's hurting. How do you go out and play at a high level with with that much of an interest? I don't know. I mean, they're professionals. 
New York Giants could get something going. Danny Dimes, you never know what could happen on that day, really. It could be a five-interception day or a five-touchdown day. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, yeah, it's a horror. I mean, we don't need to talk about it. Everyone knows what's going on with all the, the bull crap over over there. But, yeah, yeah like it's it's an interesting game. Um, you know, if we talk fantasy, does what happens on the Las Vegas side? Are you leaning into Waller more? The more I look at this. Yeah, I do like Waller. Uh, yeah, look, look, it makes sense, doesn't it? But the more I look at the slate, I you know, on a whole, not just look at this matchup, the more I'm thinking I'm only punting tight end this week. I'm not paying up for anyone. I just don't think it's worth the risk of them busting when there's a lot of, a lot of other big guys that I could get up to if I punt the tight end position. And I think there's, you know, there's five to six K tight ends that, you know, are going to give me 10 points. And so... Waller, I'm out this week. Sure, he could have a good game, and I'm happy to wear that, but I'm not interested too much. And so if I'm doing a car stack, I'm trying to think, you know, what who's the pass catcher that could do well? Could this be a chance for for Edwards to to um command a bit more of target share? I think, you know, obviously Renfro as well is heavily targeted, but I think Edwards is gonna have that, you know, those deeper passes now, potentially, you know, have have that sort of long play touchdown ability. Um, so, you know, I don't mind a, a pairing with Carr. Probably want, you know, in if I've got only 10 entries in my mini Rowan, I'm probably not going to use um, one on, on a Las Vegas stack. Um, sure. But, you know, a Carr Edwards and maybe and a Tony bring back because I think Tony is the only um, wide receiver left with Slayton now uh, in, in the Giants' land. <laughs> yeah, that Giants <laughs> receiving core is in just hell. I mean, oh. the like Evan Ingram is a like, – he's – Price pretty cheaply. He got a touchdown. Like he's, like he's what's left, right? Uh, but if Barkley gets up, I know he's in the COVID protocol. Yeah. Like I'd be playing him at thirteen k on draft yeah, stars for sure. Uh, I but if he doesn't, then Devontae Booker is a smash at nine k. Yeah. To me, this is a. It's almost like draft stars are hedging their bets. They did this with Carolina pricing where. They don't know who's going to start, but what they've done is they've just lowered the price on both of them, yeah. <laughs> rather than maybe why not? What I don't know if it's I don't know what uh, the full me- mechanics of it all, but I would have thought you just price both if they're unsure, price them both as if they're playing, right? And so yeah, Saquon should be a fifteen k running back, and Booker should be you know eleven k if he's starting. That that's my. Th- feeling and so the fact yeah. that Booker's 9-2 uh, if he starts you know lock that in like I'll that's in um, Josh what he could do yeah Josh Jacobs appears to be health trending to be healthy for the for the week and he's only 10k as well I like Josh Jacobs this week um to play um um so yeah so yeah like, like I said if we look at you know Waller I'm not too high on him just for the salary when I think there's other options and for cash yeah, I, I like the the um the running backs for for New York Giants. Who's healthy? I'll play them. Yeah, fair enough. I think the one guy that we need to really consider actually with with rugs obviously gone. Like Brian Edwards has been playing eighty nine. Like he played eighty nine percent of the snaps in week seven, 77, 76, 89. Like he's always in that high seventies mm. to eighties range. So I don't know if his snap share is really going to change that much. Targets possibly, but Renfro is this guy that we know. Derek Carr loves to throw the ball to and and, and is a safe option. Yeah. Renfro should see his snap percentage go up. So I, I think Renfro is a safe, a safe pick. Mm-hmm. Uh 
but obviously, then what do you what do you see with Darren Waller? All that kind of stuff, that impact. That's a be a Zay there, Jones week as well. He he, he likes that's to, true. to bob up for a touchdown every now and again. But yeah, could Zay Jones be the the young guy that replaces the out on, on the outside? That's a yeah. that's very possible. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Zay Jones snap share jumps up to fifty percent yep. during this, um, this week. Waller's injury from last week, you know, if for some reason he doesn't get up, Foster Moreau at 5K is an absolute smash that. Absolutely <laughs> smash that. There you go. There's some pieces in this game that, we, that you can Yeah, you can pieces, see. not not stacks for me. Now, the Raiders' defense, 5,170. That's okay. That's not yep. too Next up, you've got Baltimore taking on Minnesota. It's a 49.5 point total. Baltimore, six point favorites. Can you stack this game? Absolutely, you can stack <laughs> this game. Uh, Baltimore effectively last against the pass. So look for a bounce back game here for Jefferson and Thielen to, you know, just take the field. And Kirk Cousins should, like, they'll need to pass to keep up. This is a game where they'll need to get the ball moving through the air. So I definitely like a, uh, a Minnesota stack, which might be pretty con- uh, contrarian to what the f- mm. field wants to do. They want to play Lamar, especially when they've priced Marquise Brown at 9.9K. What draft <laughs> stars are the actual you doing? I know yeah. that sentence was very mixed, but that like Marquise Brown is a 25 point player when yep. he has his day. <laughs> like Marquise Brown can go nuts. He's shown up multiple times almost consistently this year. Mm. Marquis Brown is coming up against Minnesota's pass defense, which is frankly just, well, it's okay. But like <laughs> we saw last week, CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper be really solid on the outside. Well, Baltimore, can, Baltimore know how to, how to win and how to throw this year, don't they? So. 100% they do. So I'm looking at this game. I'm going, okay, Minnesota, Baltimore. Uh, I'm, I think I'll play a lot around this game. I mean, Justin yeah. Jefferson himself is only 12.2K. Uh, for a guy that can put up big scores, he could two times that easy. Adam Thielen, all he needs to he he needs to do is get in the end zone, and suddenly he's paying off as well. The other guy that's sneaky is Rashad Bateman. Last time we saw him, he had three catches for eighty yards, and he's priced at eight point two k. I like that. Yeah, and I wonder if that has something to do with Marquise Brown's price. That there's this feeling that there's a potential there for um, for him to lose um, some of that work to Bateman. Maybe. But the thing is, Baltimore's run game is just not what it was. Aside yeah. from Lamar Jackson, you've got just old bodies on the ground. They're <laughs> yeah. not playing Tyson Williams as much as we thought they might, so they they're should. passing it more. And Mark Andrews is sitting there at 11.7K. He's arguably the number one target on that team. He... <laughs> Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, he put up 44.7 points. That was an intense game, wasn't it? Was (laughs) that when he threw for over 400-odd yards? It was ridiculous. Oh, it was stupid against Indianapolis. That was just absolutely crazy. But So Mark Andrews can do this. Yeah, for sure. Tyler Conklin as well. Uh, If we look at the points given up to tight ends, the Ravens have given up the most uh, draft size points to tight ends across the year at 20.4 points a game. So Tyler Conklin comes into this game and playing arguably the fourth target behind Jefferson Thielen and Cook because we've seen Conklin do more on the field in the last few weeks than than, uh, old KJ Osborne who had a flash to start the year. (laughs) So really, you can play all these pieces. It's It's about how you mix them together. But I'm actually favoring... I'm favoring a Minnesota stack, bringing it back with a Marquise Brown or a Mike Andrews. That's how I kind of play this game. So, yeah, it's definitely stackable. The cheapies, Marquise Brown is a cheapie in my mind, which is stupid. 
you've got so much. If you do that stack, you've got a lot of salary to to pick up some big pieces elsewhere. So no, sure. I like that. Um, yeah, uh, Marquis Brown. Did you say it? Fourteen targets the last game he played. Like that's that's <laughs> out, that, yeah. outlandish. Like double Mark Andrews <laughs> targets. Like it's. <laughs> Yeah, so no, it's it. How, I don't know what are they what are they doing? Did they just forget over the buy that what he did? Uh, potentially, I think we have this buy <laughs> fatigue sometimes that we just forget it all. Anyway, uh, far out. It was, Maybe that's uh, what he put up a donut last week. But that's the thing. Two weeks ago, in week seven, fourteen targets to Mikey Brown, six to Rashad Bateman. Yeah, like, if they're going to feed those two guys that many targets each week, or twenty targets between the two of them, mm. just imagine that. <laughs> that's crazy. But the thing is as well, the one hesitancy I have is that potentially Minnesota suck like they did against yes. Dallas and they just don't need to. Yeah. That's the risk. That's probably the biggest thing here is game script could go against them. Yeah. And that's the risky part of this game. Which then again potentially favors your, your Minnesota state where they're just going to have to keep firing. That's true. Yeah. So Jefferson and uh, Thielen, fire them up. All right, guys, we want you to join our Patreon. Yes. I'm not going to lie. We want you to do it. It's $2 a month. Australian. That's nothing. Come on. Get on board. Join our Discord. Get involved in the DFS community. We are here to prop each other prop each other up. Yes. Share our thoughts. Discuss processes. Sketch, uh, scare. Scare sheen shots. No. Share scare screenshots sheen. is what I was <laughs> trying to yeah, have a bit of a laugh, Rowan. That's right. It's good fun. Get involved in the community. And uh, yeah, we'll give you a cash game lineup each mm. week that we like as well. You know, just jump on board, guys. You know, help us get more better graphics and things like that, better sound drops, all that kind of stuff. Oh, what's wrong with the sound drops, man? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I love them. They're the best. Anyway, guys, patreon.com slash the TFL podcast. Just $2 a month. Yeah. Hit us up. Next up, we got Cincinnati. Shout out to Palmer for taking out that contest. Yeah, on your Discord as well. Love that. Cincinnati versus Cleveland Arch, where are we at? 47 point total, two and a half point favorites. Uh, Cincinnati. It's oh, been an interesting hell. few days for old Cleveland. <laughs> OBJ has left the building effectively. Yes. Sorry. So, I how do you see this? I've game? never re- pressed record today. <laughs> <laughs> I have, so don't you worry. Oh, that's about my end. <laughs> 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 All right, Arch. No auditions crashing. Stop flailing. Give us a stat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, look. Am I interested in Cleveland? No. Uh, like it's <laughs> just. All right, there you go. It's just not good. Uh, things aren't going well, are they? So. Nope. Um, why won't that record? That's just weird. Um, sorry. <laughs> Professional I like business, man. Cincinnati, here. though, is, is yeah. a. It, is where it's at on this game. There's a 47 point over under, so there's still points to be had. Cincinnati's the favorite team. I like a Burroughs Chase Higgins onslaught uh, here. Where um, I'm not, but if Chubb maybe Chubb maybe a bring back. I think well, like I think Chubb's at 10. You know, just shy under 11k. Um, he's not getting the passing work um, with Hunt out, but I think it's still the the flaws there and. Still has a, quite a high ceiling if he, if he gets going. I mean, what else do they have on their offense at the moment, Cleveland? So, um, Chase is smashing this year. We've seen that. Higgins is just getting targeted. So, I like playing both of them together. Um, CJ Uzama. Yeah. 
He's still only 5K. It's just, he's clearly an important part of the offense. We're seeing he this is week going out. to, he'll be the chalk punt tight end, won't he? Yeah, he probably will be. Like, uh, don't yeah, mind it. So. It's all right. If it's chalk and he fails, then he fails everyone else. And it doesn't matter because it's the cheapest position on the field. So don't stra- don't sweat it. Just play yeah. his, ar- his armor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. It really does. What do you think about this? Uh, Cincinnati Bengals have given up the most receptions to the running back on the year. Yep. So do you look at that and go, hmm, Chubb might be in line for a few more targets? Or do you look at that and go, is there another pass catching back like Deonis Johnson? Is he going to potentially pair up with Chubb again this week? Uh, he's super cheap, right? He's I think he's basement price. So what do you just go? No, you don't read anything into that. Which it's Chubb and, that, and that's all. Yeah, look, I don't think it's worth the risk of the, of playing him really. I think there's a lot of um, value running backs out there that I don't need to sniff around Dearness Johnson too much. Yeah, sure. Um, I think Chubb, Chubb's just the guy really that is going to, you know, if, if the game's in the balance, they're going to lean on him, aren't they? So You think um, so. If they get behind though, which they, yeah. it's very possible they do, Donovan Peoples-Jones has been back at practice this week. He's priced at 6K. There's no OBJ. I feel like he's been the clear two mm. opposite Jarvis Landry. Um, and like in Odell Beckham Jr. had that outside role. So here comes DPJ, Donovan Peoples-Jones, yes. to also play on that outside role. He's shown that he can burst for, you know, 100 yards and a touchdown or two. Uh, I don't mind him here if you're really desperate at that wide receiver spot. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I like that. Um Always looking for those 6K guys, aren't we? That can yeah. that can pop. So, um, yeah. I'm, <laughs> tell you why, if OBJ plays his 6K as well. So, you know, but yeah, who knows what's going on there? Has Clearly he really been returning not. any value though? <laughs> yeah, the last yeah few weeks before probably this. true. Uh, who knows? But yeah. Uh, either way, we're probably staying away from this game for the most part, except for that Cincinnati. Yeah, and onslaught, like Mixon gives me nightmares as well. Um, Especially if they're going to be ahead, are they going to then move, you know, is Piron going to come in and just take a lot of work towards the back end of, of the game? That That's just something that I, makes me just not want to play Mixon this week. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on. We've got Dallas taking on Denver. Dallas are nine and a half point favorites and a 49 and a half point total. So there's still going to be points scored on potentially both sides of the ball here. So whether we're, when we're thinking about the stacks in this spot, I definitely think you're stacking Dallas. I mean, you can stack Dallas every week. Yep. The biggest question is whether you can stack Denver. And last week we thought, I thought you could. I th- Washington were giving out the most points to quarterbacks and wide receivers. But the reality was that neither team could get much going and they just played it safe and they ran the ball a lot and the touchdowns went to Melvin Gordon. Uh, much to my dis- dismay and redraft because I put him on my bench. Yes. <laughs> so, but in this game, you've got an offense that works on Dallas and you've got Denver who will need to keep up. Mm-hmm. Teddy, you have to throw the ball. So I'm not I'm not anti-stacking Denver in this game. Cortland Sutton has shown he has a big ceiling. Jerry Judy's back. He's warming back into it. He's a phenomenal route runner. So, uh, Jerry Judy might be able to do something here underneath that potentially Courtland Sutton can't do if he's going mm. up against Diggs on the outside. So I don't mind playing a skinny stack of Bridgewater and Judy and then bringing it back with uh, a Zeke or um, CeeDee Lamb or a Murray Cooper. I think they're all 
pretty good prospects. Actually, I think Amari Cooper at 11.4K on draft stars is cheap. Yeah. For what he can absolutely. do. He can two times that easy. Easy. Yeah. CD Lamb, 13.6. Like that's still good yep. for what he can do. But I think Amari Cooper here is the play. If you're going to yeah. pick one of the wide receivers out of this game, it's Amari Cooper for me. Yep. Um, the thing I worry- Bit limited this week, mind you, but- Yeah. So the thing, I, the thing I worry about is just looking at Denver's implied team total of, of just 20. Um, the touchdowns are going to be hard to come by. And so those players, if you're playing on that Denver side- um, if they're not gonna, if they're not threatening to get touchdowns, that's that's maybe why potentially I'd probably avoid playing too heavy um, Denver. Yeah, that's fair enough. The one guy that I actually is my sneaky, probably one of the sneakiest picks of the week. I don't know, Ooh, well, maybe it's not too sneaky. But it's Alberto. Yeah, I'm looking at that. I'm like, is it gonna be Albert? It is gonna be Albert. Yeah. He's he's a guy that has shown that when Noah Fant leaves. The field, he he can play the role. Like last week, he came back mm. in, had a a twelve percent target share, had three targets. No offense, had four. Like Teddy really threw it around a lot last week. Yeah, so many different receivers caught a, caught a pass. But no offense goes. No offense, been averaging. He had seven, eleven, four, ten targets of the the four weeks before that. So they're going to go somewhere, and Albo they've they've trusted him in the in the in the end zone before. So uh, I'm going to keep saying Albo because I just I just don't want to <laughs> no, say his last name. He doesn't like his last name pronounced anyway. He prefers uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're all. Um, I was just. I, I think my spreadsheet has a typo in it. I, I was like, Andrew Beck is at 8K as a tight end for Denver, but he's a running back. So I don't know what what happened in my spreadsheet there. <laughs> So that's the only time you'll ever hear the name Andrew Beck mentioned on this yeah, podcast yeah, ever yeah, again yes. as well. I'm just like, what's Draft Stars <laughs> done here? Oh, no, it's my error. Uh, my error. That's yours. <laughs> anyway. No, like Abado. Abado. Like a punt. That's good. Should we move on? Miami at Houston. Yep. Sorry, Houston at Miami. You've got Miami as six and a half point favorites, 46 point yep. total. What are we looking at here? This is a potential to be ugly. Yeah, it's a yeah. Two has been okay for fantasy over the last few weeks, and it's true. There's like Vegas thinks there's going to be points on the Miami side against Houston. It makes you you know want to vomit a little bit in your mouth, but you know (laughs) could be you could create it to a stack here, and it could pay off. Uh, Again, like it's super cheap. Like if you go to a with a park or a waddle, like they're all hovering around the 10K. There's lots of salary then to go up elsewhere. Um, yeah. And we saw Cooks do something last week. Um, I, I like Gaskin uh, as a value running back this week. I think, you know, 9.2K against Houston, you know, you can definitely do a lot worse. Um, I think. Oh, Houston are the second worst running, uh, rushing defense. Yeah. So, um, no Malcolm Brown, right? No, no, exactly. So no Malcolm Brown. You're looking at Salvin Ahmed as the only other sort of body around. Um, and when they're almost the same price, I'm going to lean on Gaskin, aren't I? So um, yeah. I like Gaskin this week. Um, I think he's he's a nice little cheap running back that you can throw in there. Cooks, who's the quarterback? I don't know. Do we know? <laughs> is Tyrod coming back this week? 
I, I, I haven't seen enough There's talk to confirm It's getting that. closer. Um, yeah. Both Houston quarterbacks are 8K on draft stars. It's like draft stars says, you ain't playing them, and I'm going to prove it by putting them both at 8K. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd play Tyrod against play Miami. Tyrod. I don't mind. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. A Tyrod Cooks. Oh. I'll play Tyrod and Cooks together and bring that yeah. back with a nice little gas uh, gas man maybe, uh, and, yeah. and that could work quite nicely. <laughs> and so I, disgusting. And I'd still have $99,000 worth of salary left to play with. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, look, look, that's we a, don't want to talk gross. about this game too much really. So am I going to play any of these in cash? No. Um, no in cash. No. No, let's just move on, shall we? Can we move on, please? Yeah, sure. Nico Collins at 6K seems to be popping up as the, you know, now stop. The next stop. You got nine point five no. points for six k. Like he, he, he's got targets. All right, that's enough. That's enough air for <laughs> <Yes>. Nico Collins. <laughs> Let's move into the afternoon games. Love me some Nico. We have got Philly taking on the Chargers. We've got a fifty point total. We it's something to talk about. That's it. One and a half point favorites are the Chargers. Only one and a half. Yes. Like. Are we like people are reading too much into the Philly win last week against Detroit? And, and Chargers have just struggled. And the Chargers lost in a row. This is a Herbert get right game. <laughs> this is absolutely Herbert get right game. Like Philly still absolutely suck against tight ends and pass catching running backs. Like they suck against them. So give me, give me Austin Eckler Herbert stacks. Yep. Like I'll roll that out. And Jared Cook. Play him because he is pretty cheap at 7,300 for a tight end. Like, I'll play that. Like, Jared Cook. Heck, if you want to get real crazy. Yes. Barnum. Go Josh Palmer. Yes. Pa- yeah, Parham. Sorry. Parham Jr. Parham. That's it. <laughs> He's, he, they like him in the end zone <laughs> if you're looking for a cheap guy. And if, yeah. So, you can play all of them. The biggest questions for me really are Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Mike Williams has not looked good since he, he's had that injury. Mm. Uh, Keenan Allen was great last week, though. And so, are we seeing just a bit of a shift? Are we seeing that Herbert isn't supporting two, you know, top 20 wide receivers on the week? Uh, and do you have to pick one? And if I was to pick one, it would be Keenan Allen right now for yeah. sure. I mean, Mike Williams could could absolutely have a day, but if they're gonna, you know, plan to beat Philly where they suck, then you're playing in the in the middle of the ground, and that's where Eckler's going to be getting targets. That's where Jared Cook's getting going to get targets. It's where Keenan Allen gets targets through the middle. Yeah. So, uh, absolutely love a Keenan Allen stack here. How do I bring it back? I'm probably bringing it back without not with any of the pass catchers in Philly, but with Boston Scott. Yeah, at eight k. He is basement price for a running back, which is crazy. Boston Scott's a guy that I'm looking at going, you know what? You showed last week that you were the clear Miles Sanders replacement mm-hmm. and the Chargers love to invite the run. They they, they yep. welcome it. And but if Boston Scott's the guy, then I'm going to go with Boston Scott here as a really basement price, cheap play against a really bad run defense. Yep. No, I like that. So he's my cheapie. As much as my, as my run back, yeah. No, I, I I see myself going back to the well with the charges. Um, I'd, I'd I'd probably have five or six out of my ten being charges stacks with and just play around with the pieces around it. Um, see, it's going to be interesting. Are they going to be under owned because of two bad games? But 
the matchup's nice, Possibly. though, isn't it? So, but then they might see Philly as a, that big score last week. Um, yeah, I, I think this is. A, I'll be very interested to see some roster reports, like on projections on on rostership yeah. um, with this game, because if if this is going to be overlooked, I'm hit, I'm hitting it hard. Yeah, for sure, I agree. I can't really play anyone other than Boston Scott. Potentially Jalen Hurts naked. Yeah, like I could potentially play Jalen Hurts by himself because he has to catch up. He's a fourth <laughs> yes. quarter specialist. Yes, that's right. Puts up 15 points in the last quarter. Yeah, it could be a good because little, he just takes it on his own back. Could be, you know? could be a cash quarterback uh, option. Oh, it feels a bit disgusting to to do that. But he's been cashing what, a lot of cash lineups this year, hasn't he? he? Has. With just yeah, doing that fourth quarter business. Um, yeah, but then <laughs> you look at the pricing. Like, you know, can I just go up seven hundred more to get Justin Herbert? Yeah, whose ceiling is definitely yeah, higher. Huge. Um, well, it hurts as well. He just. Isn't a great real world quarterback, but just he can just give me some fantasy points, guys. Uh, look, this one nice play where he he you know gave it to Gainwell, Gainwell pass, flicked it back to mm. Hertz, and he made this real nice on the on the run pass to got it. Like he has these moments, but yeah. you're right for a game manager kind of type perspective, it he's not great to watch. Uh, what are we, KC and Green Bay? Man, I'm so disappointed, Rowan. I was looking forward to this game so much. Me too. And Me too. I'd already, when when DraftKings prices first came out, I was looking through and I'm just like, yep, I'm going to go Rogers, Adams, Hill Stacks and, you know, eat up all my salary on three guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, like, I could just see them just going off um, because, yeah. it, you know, Rogers to Adams against Kansas City, you know, witches hats. Like it's just, it was good. Yeah. Hill that was then going to have to have a big game, wasn't he? Like it was just, oh, so disappointing. Oh, and let's just say Kelsey is not looking himself lately. No. So he was the guy. He was the guy. Oh, I'm not in on Jordan Love this week. I'm not going to go there. I'm, okay. I'm not willing. I, I'm maybe call me weak, but. I don't know. I've not. I, well, who is he? What's it like? He's someone who only reports I've ever heard is that he doesn't look ready, like, and he doesn't look right. And <laughs> it's been a while since I've heard any reports. Exactly. Period. Or the only other report I've heard is that they flew in Blake Bortles to get, join their practice squad. Like, you know, it's not just some um, schmo to back him up. It's someone who could potentially, yeah. you know, start over him. Like, you know, so who's who knows the. You know the playbook from preseason. Look, yeah, I'm just so I'm just bummed, really. So, you yeah, know, the only way you're going to stack this game is probably going to be on the on the Kansas City side, and so you're going to, you know, probably my looking at it, my favorite look at this would be a Mahomes Hill Hardman uh, go okay. go two pass catches and bring it back with an Aaron Jones. I think they're going to have to lean on the run, um, yeah, with, with with a new quarterback in, um. AJ Dillon's in an interesting little play there at 8K because he's involved. And if they're going to lean on the run more, he probably gets more touches as well. And at 8K could pull, you know, pull off a big run. Yeah. Um, so, that, you know, fairly thin play, but it's, it's something to think about. Um, really just not a keep, got to keep an eye on Green Bay's COVID list, don't you? Like, <laughs> because who's. What is it about these Wisconsin's that don't like to. <laughs> Get vaccinated. He eh? was he was immunized. What, no, what did he say? Did he say immunized? That was his or inoculate. I don't know. He said uh, Who, it, no, it, I basically that, a homeopathic, you know, witch doctor type stuff happening. Ah, uh, yeah. I forgot he was so into that. <laughs> yeah. 
So I think his wife maybe just has read a few Facebook memes and has sucked him along. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> who knows? Anyway, um, I didn't say look, that. For, allegedly, for me, uh, I'm looking at. No, you go. No, no. Look for me. If Robert Tonyan is active, I think he's a good. He's player. not. He's on his ACL, mate. What? How have I missed that? <laughs> I thought it was COVID. Robert Tonyan. Tonyan. Robert Tonyan. Yeah, he did his oh, knee how did I miss that, Rob? Night. All right, we're cutting that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so what I was saying oh. is we don't want to play Tonyan because he's torn his AC. <laughs> exactly. I'm just out on pass catches on Green Bay's side. I just, you know, it's yeah. too risky. Look, uh, to be honest, that I like both Aaron Jones and I like both Daryl Williams. Yes. And if Mahomes and Co get up in this game, Jordan Love can't do anything to Derek get back in the game. Or- then <laughs> I'm going to play Daryl Williams. <laughs> anyway, yeah. there you go. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> last game of the slate. Yeah, we need it to be the last one after that, Schmozzle. Jeepers. Yeah, that's right. San Francisco taking on Arizona and this is a 45 and a half point total. Arizona are one point favorites. This is a really interesting game because of, there's so many guys of the queue. Dreaded questionable <laughs> tag next to their names. Kyler Murray, who's, who knows if he's going to really get up and play. And if he does play, what quality are we going to get out of him? Debo Samuel's dealing with, I think, a calf at the moment. So he's got the potential to definitely not play if it's soft tissue related. We know what that's plagued him in the past. So Debo Samuel, yeah, hesitant on that. Hopkins dealing with a hamstring. Jimmy G came out and rushed for touchdowns last week, which was Mm. uh, very fun to watch. Uh, But again, I can't really play him. Elijah Mitchell dealing with rib injuries. Uh, So... you just got to keep an eye on the injury report for this game because who knows, maybe Brandon Ayuk comes out and is the clear some. number one for San Francisco. That would be pr- pretty crazy. That would be right. Just uh, so I've dropped him in bloody redraft. Oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, and AJ Green has is dealing with COVID. So that's fun. And he's probably <laughs> going to be out this week as well. So if AJ Green's out, if – DeAndre Hopkins is d- dealing with a niggling hamstring injury. Then I like two guys from Arizona here, and that is Chase Edmonds and Christian Kirk. Mm. Uh, and heck, Zach Ertz, I know he's priced up at 8K on draft stars, but he could be the guy to, to benefit as well. So it's always vacated targets. They love to go back to the running back. So Chase Edmonds is the guy there that's, that can yep. do that. But Or do you see Rondell Moore come back into the, into the scheme of things and and get some manufactured targets. I'm not so sure because I just don't think he can play on the outside. And that's really where AJ Green and Hopkins are. So Christian Kirk's probably the guy here that I like with all of these big question marks hanging yeah. around so many other players. Yeah, I think and the price 8.4K. Um, yeah, that's a good value. He's down from the nine slot that he was last yeah. week, the last two weeks here. Yeah, just good. Uh, I'm not uh, so keen on Elijah Mitchell. Like Elijah Mitchell had a big game last week but against, you know, Kansas, uh, Kansas City, um, what's it called? Arizona's defense. That front is going to be a lot harder to run on. Yeah, for sure. Now I'm I'm out on Elijah Mitchell this week because he's just not not getting past to. And if he's going to get, if he's going to find it tough on the ground, then you need him to be able to catch passes. But yep. they're just not going to make that happen. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, watch that. Watch that space for sure. I think the Cardinals. Uh, sorry, no. I think the 49ers. Def- oh, no. Well, both def- – this is – okay, I was going to 
spout that one of them was good. But I actually kind of think both of these guys could be a good play. This could be a really dead-in-the-water type game where both defenses yep. uh, are able to just really hold hold strong. And so, yeah, that's it. That's it. Main slate done. Main slate done. Uh, there's a comment that's just come through that we're going to ignore. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't flick it up, Arch. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm getting enough hassle in my redraft leagues. Let's yeah, be, yeah, oh, yeah. man. Rowan, how I'm do you feel glad. sitting fifth in the TFL? That's our home leg uh, with fourth lowest points for. Jeez. So we were just saying you just don't deserve to be up there. That's what you're saying, but uh, I'm there and sucked in. Don't give a rat. <laughs> you suck it up, everybody. It just... It's the way the crumbles. Yeah, stuff you, Blummy. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's like you're on my side or something. That's that's a very strange way to to, to be. Oh dear, yeah. Redraft is not my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, but that's. Do we want to okay. talk about primetime games quickly? Uh, you got the Rams in Tennessee. That's going to be fun. Yes. Uh, no prices out yet, but there's just going to be so many ways to play. No that Henry. Game. So pass, pass, that's pass. Gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jeremy McNichols, big fan of Jeremy. Yep. Uh, Adrian Peterson is just like a skeleton. That, like he's just he's a dead man, right? He's a zombie in the field. You I just can't believe wait. that. If he if he gets yeah. the ball, he like he, I see him doing a lot of early down stuff, and it'll be all right. It'll be okay. He might punch through yeah, for a touchdown. Show but AJ Brown, AJ Brown. Oh yeah, love that. Uh, the next <laughs> one on the Monday Night Football was Pittsburgh taking on Chicago. How did this get a Monday Night be- Guernsey? <laughs> I think I'll just play both defenses in that yeah, show. Yeah. Can you play them twice? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So that's ugly. That's ugly. Anyway, well, we did it. Here we go. And this is Arch. Is this no? What? Not yet. No, we got two more weeks of DraftKings in Australia. I think um, potentially. Yeah. So you know, yeah. before we get stuffed, DraftKings after this. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope you have some insights. May you profit this week. Join our and Discord. Join our Discord. Don't forget to, that's it. Come on, $2 a month. Really, really Don't even cheap. mention the cost. Just join the Discord and you work out the rest, guys. <laughs> that's it. Get on board uh, with us here in Australia. Appreciate it very, very much. Arch, it's been fun. Yes, oh, as always. And just a reminder, Robert Tonyan, Tories ACL. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Catch you later.